Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad, with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Mike B. You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors. Nah, man, ah, oh, man, wouldn't be great just to, like, what if you said, what if you, like, what if somebody woke up from like a coma like right now oh fuck you know like they just woke up after like a nine month coma like everything's fine they made it you know so but like man what a one like wow but also like dude could you imagine just like waking up to this whole new world like it's it, like we're all still not used to it it's still just yeah you know it's all still so weird it's just like and it's just <laughs> uh I don't know if it'll ever be. I hope this isn't. I hope this never feels normal, you know, because the world's weird. And I don't want this to be the new normal. Neither do I. And obviously, 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 I don't think it'll ever go back to, like, what we were having. And I think I think that is gone forever. Uh, I think it was just, like, we're, we're just going to have a modified version. But I think that right now, just everything just feels so uncomfortable, you know? It's just yeah. Like, you know, I, I, just like, I just always feel tense. In regard to that, I totally agree with you. Um, I don't want this. I want to hug my friends and family and the loved ones in my life. I want to shake a hand, you know? Um, yeah, I want contact again. I'm big yeah, on I just, contact. I just, I, honestly, I just... Uh, I just miss, I just miss seeing people smile, you know, just walking down the street with no mask on, just having a big old grin on their face. Like you don't know what their day's going on. You just know they're having a good day. Like I love like, like people watching on like a Saturday or something, but so you can't do that anymore. It's like, everything is so, everything is like so business-like. It's like, everything is like, go, go, go. It's like, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't dilly daddle or whatever, you know, it's like, right. get there, right. get your shit and move on. And it's just, it's just taken away from so much of, just, I think humanity, you know, like we, yeah. it's, just, it's really taken away from like, just that, like connection, you know, even this was like little conversations you used to have with like cashiers or something over like bullshit, you know, just like quick, so, I don't know. It's just, like simple interactions like that. It's like, you don't really have that anymore. Everything It's just like, okay, let's go. Um, keep it moving. And it's just, uh-huh. uh, it's just, it sucks. They're understaffed, overworked and, everybody exactly no fucking... exactly it's just like our staff overwork and that's the whole other yeah. thing too it's like it's like how it's you know now they're ha- now the unemployment benefits are going to end and like start forcing people to go back to work and all that stuff and like i think it's so funny that companies are upset right now that they can't get it because a lot of times a lot of companies are saying they're struggling to get employees to come back to work because they make more on unemployment and i'm like that means you don't pay your fucking employees enough yeah. <laughs> regardless, regardless of the six hundred dollar bonus thing, regardless of that six hundred dollar bonus thing, like that means like you're not there. That's like that was a livable wage. That's what they had to do to have people survive. And so you hey. want to go back? Of course, they don't want to go back to making what they couldn't live on. Of course. You know? So it's just like, and so it's just like I love really that. Come back dude. to work. Maybe I yeah, love that. Like, it's just like. Oh, boo! Like I don't like my employees don't get enough money. It's just like, and so I think it's just like, no shit, you're not gonna get people to go back to work. I wouldn't like, you know. Luckily, I make 
good money at my job and I, you know, didn't miss a day, you know, but I did yeah. lose my other jobs and stuff. But it's just like, but it's still, it's just like, I, I, I wouldn't do that. I'd be like, no, if I'm making more Those money. Those people I'm probably it, had I, three different side jobs just to make ends meet like we exactly. do in Glenwood Springs. Exactly. You know, so it's just like, and you know, it's like, I don't know, I've been hurting from, I, I kind of missed my extra money that I had to, but I'm still getting by, thankfully. But it's just like, and, uh, but it's just, and I never had to go on unemployment. I'm like, if you're not paying your employees enough, if you don't pay your employees enough, and it's such a problem across the country that when there's a pandemic, we, we have, the government has to give them a $600 on top of the regular unemployment to make living wages. That is literally evidence that the minimum wage is too low. Yeah. If, it, if we had a livable wage, we wouldn't have had to worry about that. You know, we, and like, obviously the, if you, let's say even unemployment still happened, there still would have been problems, but you probably wouldn't have had to do all this extra $600 thing. So now we've just added our own inflation on top of like, you know, it's on top of like a, it's on top of a market that's already, that already took a hit when the Corona hit as it was. And so right. it's just like, it's like you created this own problem and it's like, we could have avoided at least part of the thing if uh, we had kept our living wage in our medical wage or our living wage and our medical costs, medical costs at a decent normal rate. And we wouldn't have had to fucking supplement like this and put ourselves in this boat. Fuck yeah. Dude. And now it's just like, now they're going to take away the $600 bonus, which I get they need people to get back to work. But I was like, you also still aren't going to have enough jobs right away. You know, like now if people are going to be overstaffed and now it's just going to be create a whole other set of problems, you know? So it's just like, um, Ooh, and it's just like and nobody yeah. knows if we're opening or closing anymore either. You know, it's like so. It's just everything is just uh, everything's just like needles, man. Just fucking. I didn't take that bonus. I actually can't because I all my shit happened a year before all this shit happened. So yeah. Yeah, I get the stimulus. I got the stimulus that twelve hundred stim. The twelve hundred. Yeah, put half of it to a uh, savings account for my kiddo. Took half and paid off bills. So, but no, I don't. I don't get. But I'm a freelancer, you know. LLC. I don't get quite the same and it's okay because you know what? I'm already in a setup going through my own shit have been for a year plus and someone else needs it more than I do. You know? Exactly. And that's the other thing is like, I don't like turn wrong. It's it, you know, like starts, trust me. It's like, it kind of sucks when you watch people making a bunch of money on unemployment while I'm busting my ass at work. But at the same time, it's like, they need it more than I do. You know, like I'm doing okay. At least, at least, but I also, you know, I also make a pretty good wage too. So like I can't, but it was just like, but it's just like, it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I can't be mad at them for that. It's not their fault. They lost their jobs and it's not my fault for them wanting to take advantage of that. Cause like everybody that's like, I was like, I guarantee anybody that has an essential worker job right now, if I was on unemployment, and I had the option of going back to work and make less money. I bet your ass I would stay on it as long as I could. And yeah. I think most people would. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's just, that's not like being late. I think that's just, that's just, oh, and that's just, hey, man, you got to play the cards you have, right? right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with that mentality. 
And so yeah. it's just, and it, you know, but it's also, it's just like, but it's also, it's like without it knowing what direction the virus is going to go, it's like, what are we going to do if we take it away? You know? And like, if we take it away, uh, which is going to happen, you know, they, they're supposed to be working on their extended bill as it expires on July 31st. Uh, right. And so, and it's also like, I was looking kind of into that too. And another issue is if they, they were talking about changing it to like a $200 uh, extra instead of the 600 for the next few months. And then in September, they would do like a 70% rate. So that's kind of like the bill that's been proposed. Uh, but it, the problem with that is like a lot of the unemployment offices issues. And this is kind of the issue with the first started is their software is so outdated that it's t- it took people weeks to get caught up on unemployment. People are still trying to catch up on it. Damn. And so it's like you already have outdated software. It's like, and that's going to be asking a lot of it. And so I was like, that's cool. Yeah, what the fuck? Happen, but it's like the software already that outdated. It's like, it's going to cut, it's going to take people weeks and months like now to still get caught up. And so it's just, it's oh, one of those things where yeah. it's just like, uh, they definitely, some, definitely something has to happen, I think. But it's also just like, it's weird because it's like you don't want to extend it too long because what if and obviously i think this virus is going to go off for a while so actually maybe you should extend it for longer you know we should just kind of plan for the worst at this point but it's just it's just like you know right now it's like are we opening or are we closing and as everything is up and down one state's a hot spot one state's not and i think that's how it's going to go for a while places are going to blow up and then they're going to go down it's going to yeah. kind of go around like that. I think yeah. it's just like, but it's just such a convoluted mess. Excuse me. It's uh, nothing makes sense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I honestly, I see it and it totally makes sense to me in how it's coming because the hot spots were on both coasts. Um, and it worked its way inward. The two most populated cities. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, of course it's, of course it's going to blow up in New York and LA. They're the two most populated cities in the United States. That kind of makes sense. And, right. and now it's kind of working its way everywhere a little bit. But and then like, if you, right. And you look at the random hotspots within the U S and you start to look at some, um, you know, there's places in Colorado that are, Big international hotspots, Aspen, Vale, Telluride. Guess what? Those are the three places that have the highest or had the highest ratio of COVID cases in the state. You know, um, mm-hmm. I got to give huge props to Colorado because Denver's a hotspot, but somehow we're able to keep ourselves below the red, you know, in the state. The, the, I honestly think it's just, I, I think it might be part, at least for me, at least it might be part. I think it's just partly because like Colorado has always been known as like one of the healthiest states. I think it's just like naturally a lot of people in Colorado lead healthier lives. And typically when you leave a healthier life, regardless of what virus, you have a better chance of your immune system fighting it off just naturally. And so, you I'll know, and so I think that. that's where it's like, and so I think, I think that, you know, but it's, I think it's just like, I think that could definitely be a factor in it, but it's also, I think it's just like, you know, it's also, it's been pretty easy for, I think for people to stay pretty spread out in Colorado and stuff like that. It's right. kind of been uh, How, what? a little bit, but, but you got a lot of healthy people over in other surrounding States. Um, 
And they're spread out as fuck and nowhere near as concentrated as Colorado, Utah, um, New Mexico. You know, let's talk four corners. Everyone in the four corners, everyone surrounding Colorado right now is in the red, meaning they're in a kind of worrisome uptick, except for Wyoming. And, of course, Wyoming happens to have the lowest uh, population per square mile of any state in the union, including Alaska. So that's how Yeah, there's like 94 people that live there. (laughs) (laughs) That's But, and I think... (laughs) So I personally think, I, I personally think, I mean, you have a good point there, and I think you're right in that respect. But I also think um, that it is a coordinated effort in within this state among from governor down to towns and communities to try and minimize that. And a message that was passed down um, that kind of kind of kept us from getting much, much worse than we could have. So that's that's how I feel about that. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. All right. I think we've been going for a while. I might have to wrap it up, go get some dinner in me, if that's all right with you. Oh, dude, you haven't had dinner yet? Nah, man, I got, I got, I went, I went and worked out, then came and sat down, and yeah, uh-huh. now I'm feeling it. Now I'm hungry. Then I got high. Now I'm hungry. So <laughs> <laughs> I get it, dude. I get it. Oh, get this, get this. I've been doing a walk every day lately, um, up around the old mining um, railroad trail over to the parking lot and the Devil's Backbone, and then back and. I found out last night my dad mapped it because he went with me. And motherfuckers, a mile and a half round trip. I had no idea. I'm like, fuck yeah. I I do that daily at least. Plus I do a bunch of other shit. So, um, yeah. I'm sorry, that was a little braggadocio, but oh, not at all, man. No, don't worry. No, I've been uh, I've been all about my hikes, you know. So yeah, no, I've uh, yeah, no, I try to do a longer hike on the weekend, like ten to anywhere from ten to fifteen miles, and then usually during the week I do a couple that are like four or five at least. So nice, I feel it, man. It's always good, but uh, yeah, but I'm gonna go grab something to eat. Fuck yeah, uh, Micah. It's always great talking to you, my man. Dude. And uh, you, brother, I, man. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna manifest some good vibes for you for your uh, sleepwalking and hope it's just an isolated thing and you don't have to worry about it thank you man thank you appreciate yeah. that Absolutely. i'm very grateful Absolutely. i'm grateful for you fuck yeah man grateful for you all right thank all you right. brother good night eat well
Absolutely, man. Namaste. This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected, and that it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crashing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.